Hey guys, thanks for listening to Kind of Dating, the comedy dating podcast where I, your host, Natasha Chandel, and some cool guests break down the dating world and try to figure out why the fuck do we all have commitment issues. Today's topic is dating after Me Too. How do you do it? Let's find out. Hello, friends. I'm Natasha Chandel, and you're listening to Kind of Dating. If you like today's episode, friends, uh, please remember to subscribe to the podcast wherever you get it and leave us a five-star review. I know a lot of you guys are really longtime listeners, and some are reaching out to me now, um, which I love to hear from you, but I would also love and appreciate any five-star reviews on whatever app you're listening to, ideally iTunes. Um, we love to hear them and read them, and we will shout you out on our shows and um, our socials. I said shows like we have multiple shows. Um, the show and our socials. Uh, we are kind of dating. If you don't follow us at kind of dating on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and I'm Natasha Chandel on Facebook, Instagram, and Natasha underscore Chandel on Twitter. So today's shout out is to Jake Durs. Jake Durs, who calls KD the best dating podcast out there. Yeah. He says, uh, Kinda Dating is the best dating podcast for all ages. I sampled more than five other dating podcasts before I found this one, and the comparisons aren't even close. Natasha brings fresh new perspectives to the table with interesting guests on every episode, and with the 70 that are already recorded, it's nearly impossible to not find a topic that pertains to you. Natasha is so funny and charismatic. The episodes are so entertaining from start to end. I would recommend this podcast to anyone in a relationship or looking for one. I am 10 times more smooth after listening to this, and I feel energized and ready to date. Uh, Jake Durs, that was a dope message. Thank you so much from all of us for that. Um, I know, I'm going to call him out on this. I don't know Jake Durs, but now we've become pen pals. Um, and he's this cute 19-year-old uh, who uh, is obsessed with another Indian girl. And now they just became BF GF. So we did something right here. Um, uh, keep me updated, Jake. You know what's going on. Uh, and I really, really appreciate that. I actually thought it was like a very well-thought-out uh, review. Uh, so thank you so much. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> Today's topic is going to be a fun one. And you know why this is so fun? Because I couldn't actually get other guests to be on this episode. So uh, I decided, fuck it. Let's just handle this ourselves because we <laughs> we are strong women and we got this. But literally, whenever I talk to guests, like I pitch them potential episode topics um, before we come on or whatever future guests. And I always try to pitch this one to girls and guys. Nobody wants to touch it. And I'm like, and I've even tried to like come back to it, be like, are you sure you don't want me to do the Me Too <laughs> yeah. one? Because it's timely, but no. Um, so I have the best two guests. Um, our co hosts, uh, Mackenzie and Aisha, are here. Hey, guys. Hello, friends. <laughs> um, so we got the, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're going to. Uh, help some brothers out here because I feel <laughs> like uh, boys are really, really stressed out. Um, yeah. And we are uh, going to try to see both sides, okay? We're going to try to be fair. But if you've been hiding under a rock 
and that rock is hidden under a bigger rock, <laughs> and that bigger rock is hidden under an even bigger rock, and you don't know what Me Too is. Um, do you guys want to fill people in? Hashtag Me Too. What's this about? Um, sure. So Me Too came about after um, uh, a swarm of males in particular in Hollywood um, were outed for being sexual harassers, abusers, and even straight up rapists. Um, so women all over the world uh, started just putting up hashtag Me Too to just show an act of solidarity. Men too, actually. Uh, people all over the world. Um yeah, to just show in solidarity that they have also been, at one degree or another, have felt some sort of abuse. Yeah. And it started by activist uh, Tarana Burke yes. on Twitter. That's where hashtag MeToo started. And it kind of like uh, got a lot of people to wake up because we didn't realize that um, that, that many people had faced it. And Mackenzie, you you just you joined recently, and so we became friends more recently. Baish obviously has known me for a long time, and when the Harvey Weinstein thing first came out, um, I've never live streamed, and I got really triggered by it. And um, for the first time, like did a post where I talked about all the times in my life that I have um, been uh, harassed to be. Uh, assaulted um or just had unwanted sexual advances and um guys if you want to see a video of tasha crying out there it's it's there somewhere on the (laughs) internet um probably my facebook uh i actually never watched it back because it was too 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 much for me but um it uh i think it triggered a lot of people Yeah. yeah um and do you did you guys like feel the same way? Like did did you guys have any experiences that made you kind of you don't have to talk about it if you don't want. Sure. I'm just saying like in general, like did it affect you as much as it got me? Um, yeah, it definitely did. It actually caused me to think back of uh previous times and think, Oh, wait a minute, something that I thought was just playful might have actually not mm-hmm. been that. So it sort of did that for me. Um and helped me just sort of realize stuff that was actually going on besides the obvious cat calling and you know mm-hmm. all that stuff um so yeah it was definitely and it, I, and at the time i was like oh my god like i don't even want to talk to anybody right now i don't want to talk mm-hmm. to men i don't want to date like everybody's trash um so yeah it was definitely hard <laughs> yeah i think a lot of girls felt that right like yeah. i fuck men like the anger around that it, it really did like even even for me, I was just like, man, guys are fucking scumbags. I'm sorry, guys. I know you're not all scumbags. Right. I'm just saying, like, it triggered us. You know what's crazy, though? <laughs> like, I've had two two times in the last, like, few months where I have had people hit on me during interview processes. And I was like, are you fucking on crack? Like, so this isn't even crazy. done. Yeah. I was like, huh? <laughs> and it pissed me off. Like, one, I was so close to reporting, and I didn't – I'm still telling you, like – being as, you know, uh, assertive as I think I am in most situations, there are still times like this one. Yeah. I did not want to shit start. And I was like, you know what? It, it was for a big network. I went in for an interview. I went for the last round. I sent a, two thank you emails, one to the senior person and one to another colleague that w- I was interviewing with. And that colleague was a male. 
and in the thank you email was like, oh, it was so such a pleasure meeting you. Would you like to go to a comedy show? <laughs> and I was like, huh? <laughs> and I didn't get it. And yeah. like at first, silly me, like Canadian, I'm like, oh, I'll be nice. Like, yeah, sure. And then right. I was just thinking he's being friendly. Like, I swear to God, I didn't think about it because I'm stupid sometimes. And my girlfriend was like, when was the last time a dude asked you to a comedy show and it wasn't a date? And I was right. like, no, why would he ask me? I was like, fuck, it was a day. I was like, shit. So then I just never responded. Mm. But I felt like screwed either way. I'm like, if I said yes, yeah. I'm not getting that job. If I say no, I'm not getting that job. And of course, I didn't get that job. Right. And I think that person put me in a really fucking shitty situation. Like, that should never, ever, 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 ever have come out of his mouth, like, yeah. in a work situation. Like, I don't care, period. Like, you now fucked up my career because... Right. Because you want to go to a comedy show that never happened right. anyways. Right. Like, um, so that, that stuff still happens, which is silly to yeah. me. <laughs> um, and I've actually sat with dudes, like one, one of my guy friends, um, we went out for drinks and he has, he has a girl and he was a young, a young executive in entertainment and was like, yeah, man, I'm so happy. Like this shit's happening. Let these old, old, like, cr like shitty guys yeah. get out of the biz. Uh -huh us young guys can like take over i was like yeah totally and he said that <laughs> then he starts flirting with me oh my god <laughs> and he has a he has his girl that i know very well and sending me like really weird late night texts and i'm like didn't we just have a yeah talk about this <laughs> and and off obviously we were talking about work stuff too that's why i was like why is he doing this right um and I'm just like, and and I think guys are like really, like because like you see you see people like Harvey Weinstein, right. guys are like, well, I'm oh, not him. That. Yeah, totally. I'm not a rapist, so totally. I'm not part of this. Yeah. But you doing shit like that is what we're talking about, right? It's not just sexual assault and right. harassment. It's not it's the extreme unwanted always. sexual advances, right? Especially when it comes around work and mm -hmm. professional situations any time in life that it's on like with friends you're yeah. trying to hit on your friend and they're like not having it or whatever so there was um there was actually a survey done of 3000 singles by 3 day rule and it said that men are concerned about crossing boundaries having their actions misinterpreted or even adhering to traditional gender roles like paying for a date uh, meanwhile, some women said they were too worn out by inappropriate behavior or triggered by the news to want to spend time with men, and some worry about how and when to call out men they're dating for harassment. Mm -hmm. So, like, that's something, Aisha, you had said, like, when you looked back, it, it was on it, like, while you were dating somebody. Right. people think right. that that can't happen when you're dating somebody. Exactly. And, like, yeah. how did that kind of... What did you see when you look back? Um, so, yeah, uh, it was when I was younger. So, of course, you know, you're not even in the right headspace mm -hmm. anyways. Um, uh, but, yeah, I, I remember, like, not wanting to do a thing that he wanted to do. Um, and then he basically, I would say, convinced me to do it. Um, but, like, looking back, I don't – I feel like that was – it was very borderline slash maybe um, abusive. Yeah. Uh, because I, I did say no, but then I was like, oh, but then I, you know, let it happen. Yeah. 
Um, so that's why it can get tricky and complicated. Well, also because like it's like the way guys convince you too, right? right? Like, and here's okay. Tip number one, friends, guy yeah. friends out there, <laughs> don't convince. Yeah, like why? Literally. Why do you want to convince anybody to do anything mm-hmm. with you? You shouldn't want to. Right. And like the other person should want to. Exactly. And that doesn't mean they they don't want to. Period. It means they don't want to right now. Right. And like I, if like I was. You know, start like, I mean, I've my ex I lived with. Mm-hmm. Like, there are times that, like, I remember clearly I came on to him right. and he wasn't feeling it that morning. And it was like, that's fine. Yeah. Like, yeah. I just, I tried for that and I was like, oh, I'm, I wasn't even going to try to convince anybody. I was like, all right. And I just, yeah, <laughs> rolled off like a little. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to make some food now yeah, for us. Totally. And like, there's no love lost. It's just like, you don't always, you know, yes, whatever. Yeah. And like, I don't want to convince anybody. Mm-hmm. I don't want to sit there and be like, hey, baby. <laughs> <laughs> don't yeah. you want to? Right. Um, it's just, it's just not that serious. Like, yeah. if somebody is saying no, all right. It's fine. Yeah. Like, and guys, like, I think they have away. a harder physical time because <laughs> sure. of the connection to their dicks. But, <laughs> um, but you know, at those moments, think of grandma. Guys, right. think of think you of know. a puppy. Think of your niece or nephew. Think of something that will just kill your boner. Because I'm yeah. sorry, it's gonna have to. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Um, I think the other so so basically the common the common response after this whole Me Too thing has happened mm-hmm. has been shock and confusion by men yeah. has been the biggest like whoa mm-hmm. I had no idea that girls were going through this right and I don't understand if it's a combination of ignorance yeah. and stupidity or just one or the other yeah because <laughs> like it's, what yeah it was just so much a part of our lives like since I don't know. For me, maybe when I was like eleven, like mm-hmm. you know, so I don't know. Maybe that's why it's like more obvious for us, but for them, it's yeah. I feel like they're like in a bubble, sort of. And you're that's a good point you bring up because like I remember my therapist. Like I've though we've talked about sex stuff recently on the show, and like I'm a pretty open person mm-hmm. when I'm in a relationship. To be honest with you, when I first started dating people, like I'm really like like uh, hands offish a little sure. bit, and it takes me a while to like warm up to people. Mm-hmm. And I actually brought that up in therapy, and I was like, why am I like that? Like, yeah. is it a problem with me? Am I, I literally was like, am I asexual or something? Like, <laughs> what's wrong? And she was like, no, I think it's the messages you were given as a child. Like, women, especially girls, I don't know about you, but we were told, like, for for Indians, it's like you're not sitting on a guy's, like, any uncle's totally. lap even. <laughs> you don't, you know, like, I yeah. never kissed my dad on the lips, like, mm-hmm. till or since I was, like, baby, you know? And even those little things, it's not yeah, like, no, totally. and it, I, mean, I wasn't allowed to like hug a strange man or yeah. a family member for too long. My parents were so protective of me when yeah. it came to any dude yeah. that as I grew older, I didn't realize like, oh, that's the messaging I was given. I don't think guys are given that same message. Yeah, no. Because like guys are encouraged, like, you know, when they're even little mm-hmm. boys, like, hey, go, yeah. you know, that little girl over there yeah. or whatever. <laughs> or even... You know, male stories of guys getting raped and stuff when Mm -hmm. I was young, like when they're young, um, I knew somebody who was and I remember it was like, 
some pe- some guys would be like, well, that's not how the fuck do you get raped? Like he, you know, because mm-hmm. he, but he was ten and she was a fourteen year old girl and he didn't want to. Right. But you see a physical, what they call not non consensual arousal. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that you think that that's exactly. associated with consent. Yeah. And it's not. It's mm-hmm. just a physiological thing that happens in the body. Right. So like girls still get wet. Mm-hmm. And guys still get hard. Yeah. But that doesn't mean either wanted because of that. That's just a natural reaction that happens. Yeah. Like, it's a really sad thing. But, like, Oprah talked about it when she was, um, you know, Oprah was raped mm-hmm. when she was young by her uncle. And uh, and she talked about the guilt she felt because she was also aroused at the time. And yeah. so she thought that she wanted it. Yeah. And it's, like, tough for people because, like, guys will be like, Oh well, she's wet, so she must. Yeah. she must want it, and mm-hmm. then they encourage you with that. Guys, just don't. Yeah, literally, <laughs> like, don't. <laughs> um, but I, but I understand that that uh, it's a hard situation to read. So maybe that's where we can come in and help. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you think, like, since Me Too, it's affected dating, like in general for both people? Right. Um. I. Uh, I think. I, well, I hope. Um, that men are being more careful and women are being more assertive. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because that's part of the problem too is us not saying when we're uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, that sort of goes back to the whole Aziz and Sorry story, mm-hmm. which was sort of like another part of me too. It's like, oh, but did he do something? Mm-hmm. I don't know because she didn't say anything, but she did. Yeah. You know. So what I hope has come out of it is people just opening a dialogue and feeling okay to be like yo i'm not comfortable with this mm-hmm. you know or um hey i like you you know it's just just talk yeah you know just being honest no more silent clues or whatever just yeah. be straight up even if you feel dumb it's fine like, completely <laughs> yeah just i was just about to say like there is nothing romantic about dating right it's all talking <laughs> true <laughs> so like guys who think and I've, you know, when my guy friends have brought this up to me, they're like, well, how do you know if you should kiss or ask? Yeah. Ask. Straight up. And can I be honest with you? It's way more romantic if you do ask. Yeah. And, like, Super guys cute. will be like, oh, but, and I, sometimes, like, it makes me laugh so much because in dudes' heads, they think more about romantic movies mm-hmm. than we do. So to them, <laughs> it's like, well, there was a moment and there was silence and we stared into each other's <laughs> eyes and then I went in for the kiss. And she, and then it's like, are you fucking idiots? Like, no, like, that's not yeah. how, like, honestly, she's not sure. You're not sure. So just ask politely at the end of the night. Be yeah. like, hey, w- you know, do you mind if I kiss you? She might say yes. And then you will have that beautiful, sweet, good. romantic yeah. moment. And then she might say no, which I have done. <laughs> yeah. And like, that doesn't mean I don't like you. It just means yeah. I'm not ready right now. That too. Yeah. And respect it. And bye. Mm-hmm. Like, simple. You yeah. know, whatever you choose to do after. Great. Right. And, um, but I think like talking is a big thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's affected a lot of guys also because people feel, and, and girls, I think people feel a lot of guilt. Sure. Have you ever thought that you crossed the line? I don't, well, maybe when I was like younger, I'm talking yeah. like a middle school and just being stupid. Yeah. And like sort of, Revenge catcalling, yeah, 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 yeah. random guys, um, even guys who like didn't do that. It's 
probably not great. No, do that, I mean, it, it's okay. Um, but, it's like, okay, other than that. Yeah, we've all done these things. No. I mean, yeah. I, I, I stopped and thought about this because... Um, I was on the Girl Boner podcast, right. which uh, which is coming out this week also, mm-hmm. and um, with our friend August McLaughlin, who is <laughs> here, um, and uh, she brought up a story about a girl who was like dating a guy, and he had uh, he had tried to coerce her into things, and she felt uncomfortable mm-hmm. and very, very upset about it and then they broke up and then she dated somebody else and realized she was trying to coerce him into mm. something and then she got so upset about it about with herself and the other side in general that she's now stopped dating mm-hmm. and i realized can i be honest with you i and he's never come back and said that i did anything wrong but like if yeah. it was looking at it objectively bruce lee who I was with on and off for a year but wouldn't sleep with me, I tried many ways to seduce him. (laughs) Uh That said, I also did, like, I would watch. Like, I never, one, he was giant. There was no way for me to, like, try to, you know. Um, But I did try. I, like, tried to do things to basically, like, be seductive and try to get him in the mood. And when he didn't, I was like, all right. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Um, You know, but... But, like, I don't know. That could have been considered, like, me trying to pressure him. Mm -hmm. And... uh, and I thought, like, hey, is there a – so when we did that episode with with August, uh, a therapist called uh, – or, or gave in um, a response mm-hmm. where she was basically saying, hey, look, you know, don't live in purgatory your whole life to the right. girl. Like, you you know, we make mistakes. Like, move on, whatever, whatever. And this is where I want to play devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. Do we do that with guys? What exactly? Do we – do we have the same compassion for them? Oh, I see. Oh, I yeah. Um, when we're like, <laughs> hey, we made this mistake and did right. this. And we're like, don't, you know, women don't live in purgatory. You didn't mean right. it, whatever, whatever. And I think, like, guys are really scared because they're being vilified. Yeah. And I think, like, the Aziz example is a good one mm-hmm. because... Uh, my personal opinion in that, and the guys' personal opinion, this is not, yeah. you know, everybody's entitled to their own. I respect everybody's. Um, I don't think that he could be categorized in the same way as, like, a Harvey Weinstein or any of these people. No. Yeah, I think I he was a guy who should have read the signals better. Yeah. But they were both drunk. Yep. They were both whatever. Mm-hmm. He could have handled it yeah. better, but I still don't consider that situation to be non-consensual for right. me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there are parts that she uh, didn't want, and I, I, yeah. I understand that, and I've mm-hmm. been in that situation, but I wouldn't consider that non-consensual, right. like where he d- he forced himself forced, on her. Exactly. Um, yeah. But, you know, that guy's, like, in hiding right now sure. until all of this, like, passes away. Yeah. And we're sort of, half the people are vilifying him. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, if the same thing happened for a girl doing that to a guy, would we right. be like, hey, you know what? Shit happens. Guys right. have done it to us forever. Mm-hmm. You made a mistake. Is it fair? It's, I mean, probably not. Yeah. <laughs> um. No. I guess... Um, it's just happening extra harsh to guys mm-hmm. because it hasn't happened like this before. So people are just feeling, I guess, bolder. Or in these times, it's it's a lot of group think and uh, group mentality. So it's just easier to sort of 
one hundred percent go side, against exactly. Yeah, one hundred percent go against somebody yeah. and not want to see them again and yeah. not want to forgive and forget and all that stuff. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think there is a place for because you know people have to grow, they have to yeah. learn. Um. And if the crime isn't, you know, if they I didn't think do the intention that, matters, right, right? Exactly. If they genuinely didn't realize what they were doing and have learned and feel bad and want to do better, then I think that we should as a society yeah accept that and help people do better because otherwise you know what's the point they're just gonna keep doing bad yeah Um, and i i do think like uh, again the intention part matters a lot like when the kevin spacey thing happened the Mm. reason that was not great was because of the age and we've talked about like i joke about this to my friends all the time i'm like you know, it's so crazy. When you're 16 dating 26, it's, like, horrible. Uh-huh. When you're 20 dating 30, it's, like, okay. When you're 30 dating 40, it's, like, normal. Yeah. And it's, like, but the exact same 10-year 10, 10 right. difference mm-hmm. makes a giant change. It like, you know, it really yeah. alters the intention. Yeah. And and so for Kevin Spacey, who was, like, older at the time and the kid was, like, 14, that's why you're, like, that's not. Yeah, like, even if, he, even if there were – you were not reading signals. You, you were really coercing somebody. The Aziz situation, again, that's why it's a little yeah. different to me. was, like, the age and the time and, like, how they were, you know. Um, and I think, like you said, everybody kind of goes into, like, one group mentality yeah. versus taking every case individually. Exactly. Yeah. And I was even guilty of that because I remember when the story first came out and before mm-hmm. I even read it, I was like, what? Blah, blah, blah. And then when I finally read it, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, wait a minute. This is like not black yeah. and white at all. Um, and what's funny about that case, I feel like that one, even more than Harvey Weinstein, is what shook up guys. Because that was more of like an average guy thing. Like, yeah. I'm sure a lot of them have actually done been that. in that situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So from yeah. my experience and my guy friends, that one was the one that they were really passionate about and like, oh, well, you know, so. My guy friends hit me up right away. Yeah, they were like, right? what do you think? Yeah. And, and I was just like, uh, and I felt, like, I was like, I don't know. I was in India at the time and it happened. Uh, so I was uh-huh. like, do I have the right mentality about right. this? But when I reread it, right. I remembered I remembered being her and being in a situation right. where I was young and, uh, and you know, I, I liked a guy and mm-hmm. I was really into him and he actually was an artist. Um, and, uh, and we were both, we were we were both sort of the same age, a few years apart. Mm-hmm. He was a few years older. And um, he, he basically he convinced me to, to go down on him. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really want to, but I kind of was yeah. pressured and I did. And then I came out of that and I was like fuck I wasn't mad at him mm-hmm. I was mad at him like stupid yeah you kind of you know pressure yeah. me but I didn't I didn't hate him for it I didn't hold it against him I kind of just looked back at myself and I went back and I said well part of me mm-hmm. didn't feel okay to say no yeah what did I think would happen Right. If I set a right. boundary right now. Totally. What if I said no and I stuck to it? Yeah. Now, fuck you, would never be able to give it. I'm like, you know, yeah. a guy tries to hold my hand. I'm like, nope, not ready for that. So I'm not going to have, you know. But totally. then, you know, mm-hmm. I think those are the things that people need to, like, really look at. Like, I knew I knew that guy. I knew his intention wasn't sure. to make me feel like shit or to make, you know. Yeah. He was just trying to take his opportunity. and And I didn't. You know, yeah. whatever. That doesn't mean his thing was also right. Just also doesn't mean that I hold no responsibility yeah. in in the situation. Yeah. So it's like a bit of both in those those kind of gray totally. areas. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and that's what leads to the first question. So right. let's answer this one. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, this came from uh, our uh, one of our listeners. He says, how can you flirt effectively without coming off like a creep? Should you just wait for her to initiate? It's a great it's question. It's tough. <laughs> it's a really this great is question, the, This actually. is like the crux, I think, <laughs> yeah. of like modern day dating after Me Too. Right. Because most guys aren't trying to rape girls so, yeah, or sexually assault yeah. us or harass us. So yeah. most guys, guys, we know that you're good guys. Yes. Like <laughs> most we know are not trying to do yeah. that. But on a day-to-day, how do they flirt without being a creepo? <sighs> it's um, so God. hard. Yeah. I mean. What do you think about, um, I think like vocabulary matters. Mm. Mm-hmm. Using words like beautiful versus hot. Sure. That's, yeah. Like, there's a way of flirting where yeah. it's respectable and uh, and classy. Right. Then catcalling. Right. Or, Maybe, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, yeah. Like, I would say when guys get demanding with their compliments, like where, you oh, know, God. and again, this is yeah. part of the catcalling thing where it happened in New York all the time. Mm-hmm. People, guys look at you, you're walking down the street and they're trying to flirt with you, but they're like, smile, girl. Yeah. At least you could smile. <laughs> and my answer would literally always be like, do I do I look like a monkey with a tin can around my right. neck? Like, do you just put money in and I now I have this like, dance, monkey, dance. Right. I don't want to smile right now. Mm-hmm. And, and and here's the other thing, guys, that girls have learned. When we smile at you, you follow us down six blocks because <laughs> we have smiled at you. Yeah. And that's happened, which that is why is we don't safe. smile mm-hmm. at most guys because we don't know if you're going to be the guy to follow us down six blocks. Yep. And here's the other truth. Y'all are bigger than us and stronger than us and you have more muscles than us and you have more testosterone than us. So it naturally, biologically makes you more um yeah you know just stronger simply put Mm -hmm. so we always have a fear that one light gesture of flirting with you will lead to something way worse um so when it comes to flirting be respectful about it yeah like and i think um what do you think i mean in this day like currently now because of me too (laughs) touching like on a date, right? I think like over, like over the table, maybe a nice grab of the hands or like a light, you know, shoulder touch. Yeah, like nothing grabby, nothing like sudden. Yeah, no, no sudden, <laughs> no sudden movements, movements, guys. No sudden um, movements. Nothing too like strong. But do you, you know, think intense. they should do that on like a first date, first or second date, or something like that? Um, I think it goes back to reading the cues again. Mm-hmm. I think if, which is a thing that men, you guys, you guys have to learn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you gotta learn to read people. Yeah. It's just so important. Um, but like, if it actually legitimately not in your head, but it actually seems like, oh, she's into it. She's actually putting yeah. her hand out for me to grab. Yeah. Then yeah, yeah. by all means, go ahead. Or- and yeah. I mean, I was going to say, should should they just be? Oh, I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to play again, like, devil's advocate, like, and be like, <laughs> let's just keep it completely simple. Yeah, just ask. 
sure in like I a mean, cute yeah. way learn totally. you know learn better fucking communication skills yeah. so like pick up get step that game up yeah. of yours if i'm gonna recommend any one game that a guy should yeah. step up it's their communication game so it's like yeah. if she does put a hand out there and you're sitting across a table from her maybe like peek you know slowly quit get your hand over yeah and then just kind of you know gently look at her and like do a light touch and be like can I? Yeah, that's cute. And then, yeah, see? Totally. Doesn't that come off yeah, as cute? God really damn it, guys. I should just fucking run a dating etiquette school. Um, no, really, I think, like, yeah. that gentlemanliness, um, that chivalrousness yeah. uh, really uh, pays off. And yeah. I and, and then that way you have nothing mm-hmm. to worry about. Um, yeah. And we'll feel like so much safer that way. Mm-hmm. And like when women especially feel safe, that's when we're able to open up and things totally. are able to progress and we can actually form something. Yeah. So And yeah. guys don't get the part like again I said to you, mm-hmm. I don't do I mean I barely kiss people on a first date. Yeah. Sometimes second and third, like I'll kiss you, but I'm like a very adamant, like I don't, you know, usually go further. And it's just really because you're a stranger to me. Yeah. True. Like I you know, I'm a New Yorker mm. like that. We are trained to be suspect of everybody. Yeah. So it's like I would never go to a dude's house. A dude would come to my house because I don't know if he's got chains and <laughs> shit like locked up in his. You know, I don't know yeah. what you have. Uh-huh. So I don't know what you're capable of doing. Um, and guys get really upset about that. Mm-hmm. But they don't understand what we have to deal with on daily. Yeah. So guys have to have a little bit more empathy and compassion yes. when it comes to to understanding the physical uh, fear that women naturally have Mm -hmm. from birth, basically, and what we've been instilled since we were, or what has been instilled in us since we were kids. So that doesn't mean that you can't flirt and we don't enjoy it and it has to be this, like, weird, annoying thing. But step up your your communication game and, uh, and, like, just be uber respectful. Mm -hmm. Um, And you, I feel like you would never lose. Yeah. In that situation. Yeah. Oh, another thing about complimenting. Maybe try to do stuff other than physical traits, you know? Yes. Uh, Find other things to compliment us Oh, about. my God. Yes. Maybe. Thank you. I don't know. <laughs> I feel... Okay. That's a really good you know, example. That's always, like, the go-to. Oh, you're so mm-hmm. beautiful. Blah, blah, blah. Great. Thanks. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, what else? Oh, you have such great taste in shoes. I don't know. Yep. Like, or music. Yep. Just, like, figure something a little mm-hmm. deeper. Yeah. You know, and that's a really good point you brought up. So yeah. I met um, I met a guy friend, and he said he doesn't even know now when he's at work if he should say a girl's hair looks good, right? Or, or like I nice dress or mm-hmm. whatever, whatever. And I I just literally stopped and I said to him, I'm like, why did you feel like you had to at all? <laughs> yeah, no, I'll be honest with you. Sure. Like my workplace isn't a place where I need your compliment, mm-hmm. and most girls don't need your compliments at work. And can I be honest with you? I see dudes all the time, and they're dressed well. They mm-hmm. look handsome. They got a fresh cut. They got whatever. I don't say a fucking word mm. because it's not the appropriate time and place. Sure. Unless that person and I are already really good friends. Right. Or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Then, like, if it's my boss, fuck no. Never. <laughs> Never. Right. Uh-huh. Because, like... Yeah. And so, again, this is the part where, like, when guys are like, oh, man, we feel like we have to be on edge all the time. This is where I get I don't defend them at Mm -hmm. all. And I'm like, we are always on edge. Literally. Yeah. (laughs) With our doctors to our bosses Mm -hmm. to our best friends, you know, can be guys sometimes. And, like, you're still, like, 
you know. Mm-hmm. My two of my best friends are guys. I still cannot act the exact same way with them than I do my girlfriends right. because I don't ever want to give the wrong sure. signal. Mm-hmm. With them, of course, now it's gotten to a point I could be like, yo, man, your hair looks great today. Yeah. But I have to do the yo, man part. <laughs> you know, I have to be like, hey, yeah. homie. Yeah. I have to, hey, you know, I could never <laughs> hold and hug him the same way right. that I do my girlfriends mm-hmm. or like, you know, with girls, like I'll like lie on their lap or something. Yeah. I can't do that with him because no, I know, you know, <laughs> just... So we're we're always on edge. Yeah. And I'm sorry that you now have to join us, but welcome to the real world. Yay. <laughs> um where surprise. There was a good you know, there was a good article about this. It mm-hmm. was about the rock. Like if you mm. um it was something like if you you know this one, Mackenzie? It's like <laughs> I don't I don't know, I'm paraphrasing it, but it's something like, What if you had a business meeting with the rock? Mm. Right? And and you really <laughs> respected the rock, whatever, and, and you're sitting across the rock. Right. Are you going to sit there and the first thing you say is, you look really handsome today. Right. But men, no fail. How many business meetings I've had, a guy will always say, you look great mm-hmm. or you look beautiful. Mm-hmm. Almost every business meeting I've ever had. And yeah. I'm like, huh? I'm like, what, what does <sighs> yeah. that have to do with anything? <laughs> like, I appreciate it. I don't need your compliment. Right. Like, I'm fine with whatever the way I look. Yeah. But can we talk about the work yeah Yeah. (laughs) and like guys would never do that with other guys but with girls they feel like they need to say that Mm -hmm. so i'm kind of like act with a woman the exact same way you would act with the rock (laughs) which is if you want to put your best foot forward with the rock and prove to him why y'all need to work together is the same way you should be acting with a woman yeah because i'm sorry she's done as much work Mm -hmm. and or more Mm -hmm. to be there right and deserves the exact same kind of treatment. And like you said, a compliment, especially when it comes to work. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Does not have to be look related at all. Yeah. At all. Mm-hmm. Unless you're down the line, you've known you've them, already you've already established a real friendship, yeah. maybe even outside of work, then I would say, okay, y'all are safe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there are people that I've worked with forever and I've never hung out with them outside. Yeah. I would never say anything yeah. nice. Mm-hmm. Like, even when it's um, male coworkers and they have girlfriends or whatever, I'm so cognizant of, like, yeah. asking about her mm-hmm. and, like, you oh, know, totally. making <laughs> sure, like... Always bring her up. <laughs> yeah. Because you never want them to feel... Yeah. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, see, but I, I hope when guys are hearing this, they're like, shit, I, like, girls think about these things? Like, <laughs> so that yep. maybe you will kind of you know... everything all the time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, we're going to take another question, guys, and uh, give some uh, legit tips on how to approach a date now. Uh, but if you like what you're hearing so far, give us a five-star review on the app when you're done this episode. And make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you can hear all of our episodes as soon as they come out. Uh, we have 74-plus episodes. Yes. Jesus. Um, <laughs> and... Fun fact that's going to be happening soon. We're launching a new website soon. Um, That's going to have like a dating blog and a bunch of fun stuff uh, with us. So, um, yeah, I'm really, really, really excited to be launching that soon. So we'll keep you guys updated. Okay. Second question. Kind of what you were leading off of that Mm -hmm. one. This is a little more specific. Uh, In the wake of Aziz Ansari's debacle. Right. Where communication is muddy. What are some nonverbal signs you should back off? Um, whenever you feel somebody tensing up, yes, uh, that's 
You can you can always tell. Yes. Mm-hmm. They're like shrinking in. Yeah. Shrinking into themselves a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, answers start getting shorter. I guess it's not physical, so never mind. No, but that's still um, okay. But, I think like any of yeah. those cues are mm-hmm. important for them. Yeah. Yeah. So the answers get short. Not looking at you. Mm, yes, you know. I wrote that one. Yeah. Yeah. I think one that people should just fucking all around, mm-hmm. any movement where she's taking a step back. Yeah. Not forward. Yes. So a yes. hand pull back. Her body pulls yeah. back. Her tongue pulls back. Her hand pulls back. Yep. Whatever is pulling back means yeah. I'm, I need to back off. Back. Yep. Mm-hmm. And because trust me, girls will make a move. We will always move forward when sure. we want mm-hmm. to. But that's a cue mm-hmm. that something is off. So yep. either at that point you ask what's up yeah. or you just respect it. Yep. That like, okay, this person isn't mm-hmm. trying to whatever. Yeah. Um, being shifty yeah. a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. we can get uncomfortable. So we're like, how do I handle? Because like then now we're in our heads about it. Where I'm like, how do I get out of the situation? Yeah. What do I do? Is he going to get upset if I like pull away? So then we start getting a little shifty. Right. So like that's, I think, a, mm-hmm. a good example. Yeah. Okay. So how should guys approach dating now? <sighs> what did we come up with? <laughs> ask. 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 Talk, ask, ask. 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 <laughs> ask. Over ask. It's fine. Yeah. It's better to over ask than under ask. Um, and here here's I'm Check I'm gonna in. I'm gonna say something harsh to guys. But like y'all didn't want to communicate before. Um if you don't now, you might go to jail. So <laughs> fucking talk. True. <laughs> talk. 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 High alert talk. is on. Talk. So yeah. Talk. Mm-hmm. Talk. If, if if only to protect yourself. Yes. You know? Completely. <laughs> um yeah. And just accept that it's a new normal. Like, and that's, you know, we've had to uh, come to terms with new normals. And, um, you know, uh, I don't like to use the term be a man, but, like, be a man about it. And, mm-hmm. like, accept that this is a new normal now. Yeah. And, uh, and you have to navigate around it. So, like, read signals. Mm-hmm. And these are some of the signals we talked to you about. Yeah. I think that this also, like, kind of forces both sides to move a little more slowly, which yes. is important in a relationship. Yep. I think we were moving too fast yeah, before. Yeah, I think so too. So mm-hmm. it's like we're being cautious, but it's not a bad thing. It's not now. I think like now people will stop and think and be more mindful of mm-hmm. who they end up in bed with, who they're going to rooms with, who they're ending, you know. Right. If somebody's giving you a weird vibe, don't end up in it. Or you yeah. think that that person is like a, you know, a gold digger or some, some right. chick yeah, that's exactly. trying to use you. Right. Then don't end up in a situation with her. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And, like, be more cautious. Like, if your life and your money and your thing matters mm-hmm. to you, then then you will value it. The yeah. same way for women, our bodies matter to us. Mm-hmm. So we put our safety above all else. So yeah. that means, well, fine, we're on edge. It's fine with us because that yeah. matters to us. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in the dating, in the non-dating world, uh, if so, if it's work or whatever it right. is, other situations, um, don't compliment unnecessarily and yeah. don't touch. Mm-hmm. Absolutely yeah, don't touch. <laughs> Definitely not. Just don't touch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, and, you know, let's leave people with the final thing of like, what is, what if you've made this mistake? Mm-hmm. What, what should you do and what responsibility do men and women have both sides. Right. Moving forward. Um, definitely admitting 
what you did mm-hmm. um, and being genuinely apologetic about it. Yeah. Um, if you had the opportunity yeah, to that's be apologetic that's to the true. person, for sure. Um, asking, I guess, what could you have done mm-hmm. Looking right within, or yeah. better? Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, another thing that we should mention really quick is if your friends, your guy friends, are making jokes about this kind of stuff, then you should speak up. Yeah. You know, don't just let this stuff slide because that's why I keep sliding. Yeah. Um, that's the biggest thing, guys. Like, men have to hold yeah. other men accountable. Yeah. And... Um, and and it just has to be everybody tries to make everybody better. Like, yeah. our girlfriends, we do the same thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I go through my shit. Aisha will call me out and she'll be like, you know, I don't know if that's the right way to think about mm-hmm. it. And I'm like, oh, okay, I didn't think of that. Like, yeah, but that's what you have to do when yeah. you're friends with people. You don't just laugh things off. Exactly. Um, yeah. So it's like, you know, I, I get how men have been trained to be, but... You know, it's a new generation and times yeah. move on and mm-hmm. whatever was your past doesn't matter anymore. It only is like your present and your future. So exactly. um and for women women also talk. Mm-hmm. Um let's get honest with ourselves and what we are actually comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Figure out your boundaries and if somebody crosses it, exit. You yeah. know, don't second guess yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't think, Oh, he's not gonna like me. Who cares? This guy's clearly not, the not right respecting person. you. Yeah. So why do you wanna Impress them anyways, mm-hmm. you know? So, yes, we need to speak up. Yeah. We need to be honest with ourselves. Um, and we also need to check in. Yeah. You know? And also, like, you know, uh, really look within to figure yeah. out why are yeah. we not saying the things yes. that are on our mind. Mm-hmm. I think that's the biggest thing for women is, like, what is your block? So, right. and that could be different for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, for me, it was, like, I thought like the person isn't going to like me or yeah, or I'm going to be the prude or yeah. whatever it was and then alone. I realized like does that matter mm-hmm. so for me that's what it had to take you know and and everybody's is different and you have to figure out whatever yeah. um whatever your thing is but setting a boundary with people is extremely important yes because that's the only way you teach people you teach people how to respect exactly Mm -hmm. my mom always told me that one (laughs) she's like you teach people (laughs) um and can i tell you one thing here's the other thing this is also this is a hard thing to say to women because i think we're we're girls girls Mm -hmm. but i think that there are some that overly flirt and do a lot of things that um then put themselves in situations that uh, aren't healthy mm-hmm. or or that make the other guy think that that she wants more. Yeah. I would just say flirt cautiously mm-hmm. to women too, you know, because if you're going to lead him on that path and he right. and you just don't know if he has the ability to stop himself, then you're just putting yourself in danger. Yeah, totally. And like, is it worth it mm-hmm. for that one moment of flirting? Yeah. <clears throat> I don't think it is. Yeah. I'm like, I'd rather be cautious. Once I know somebody, then flirt away. Yeah, yeah, You know, yeah. but in the beginning, maybe. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> I hope that we answered people's yeah. questions. It's, it's tough. Yeah. But. You know. We're going to keep this conversation yeah, going. Exactly. I'm sure either we'll, we'll talk about it in other episodes or just as it'll come up. Yeah. Um, 
Tell us your thoughts, though, guys. I know we we dumped a lot, guys and girls, when mm-hmm. I say that. I mean both. Um, tell us what, what's been on your mind, um, what you experienced, uh, if there's something you agree with or don't agree with, or if you have some other tip that we could share with the audience on how to date after Me Too. Um, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you can, follow us on social media. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at Kind of Dating. Uh, I am Facebook at Natasha Chindale Official, Instagram at Natasha Chindale, Twitter at Natasha underscore Chandel. Um, you see how I said my name in a different way twice. Uh, Aisha, what's yours? Um, I am Aisha Says Dance across all platforms. So come hit me up. Let's talk. Yeah. Mackenzie <laughs> at Mackenzie Mazel. Mackenzie um, took a little breather while she was handling techie stuff. <laughs> um, but at Mackenzie Mazel on, uh, on Twitter uh, and Instagram. Um, guys, thank you so much for downloading this episode. If you can take a few seconds and review us on iTunes and download the rest of our shows, we'd be really grateful. And once again, send us your dating stories and thoughts to kindadating at gmail.com. Finally, despite everything we have said, <laughs> yes. I know it seems <laughs> tough out there. But just try. Till next time. <laughs> 